What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the ISD CrossFit Podcast. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving last week. I hope you guys did. Anything exciting happen? Uh, turkey was okay. Okay. <laughs> Gravy was really good. That makes it good, then. Yeah. I ate, yeah, I had a good Thanksgiving, too. Got to see family, so that's the first time in a few years that that's happened, so that was nice. Nice. That's that's big. That's actually the biggest part of it, is just, like, yeah. seeing family. I don't really care about food, but... I just instantly talked about the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the food, the food was so good. Um, okay, so today we're going to talk about building a hypothetical workout. So what's going to happen is we're going to all go around, pick one movement, and then we're going to have a little time to brainstorm a workout with the three movements in it that each of us came up with. And then we're going to talk about why we did it. And it's going to be kind of different. We're not going to have much time to, to talk about that workout. So um, I think something a little different. Um, Joe had this idea and I'm pretty excited for it. So, uh, but before that question of the day is going to be your least favorite chore in the house to do. If you have to do anything at the house, what's your least favorite thing? Uh, dishes hundred percent because I, oh. I hand wash all the dishes first and then I put them in the dishwasher. Like, cause I'm weird about it. And so it just takes forever and I hate it and I cook a lot. So it ends up being like six to seven pans every time. And then all the plates and all the Tupperware and I just get splashed with water and I just don't like it. Oh, just see you getting all aggravated. I hate the dishes because you do them every day and they just, they're there. And then the next day they're there again. Yeah. That's not a good feedback loop. No, that's kind of tough. And I like eating. So it sucks. Yeah. 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 Probably, probably mopping because (laughs) it's a hassle to like get the dogs out of the way and like barricade them so that any, so it requires some brain power, which like when I'm cleaning, cleaning is nice because a lot of it's mindless. And then I have to use my brain to organize how I want to do the mopping. And that sometimes makes me PO'd. Okay. Uh, I would say making the bed. I don't think making the bed makes sense, but I'm with you hundred percent. Hand is a little different on that. I tell her every time that's the one thing I don't ever want to do. Um, so enjoy everything else, but not making the bed. Do you sleep on top of the made bed? I get I get yelled at for that. Yeah. So <laughs> in summer I go in time. In summer I sleep right on top. No, I go into the bed. So yeah. All right. So we're gonna build our hypothetical workouts. Um, Joe, why don't you say your first movement? Okay, I will. I'll start us off easy. A rower. Rower. Okay. Four calories. Rowing four calories oh, is our first movement. Write that down. Write that down. Okay. Well, dumbbell snatch from ground. These are just classic movements so far. Yep. All right. And I have deadlift. Okay. There we go. That was an original plan. So um, we're going to have a little time here. What we say? 90 seconds. We're going to do 90 seconds. We'll edit the podcast. You guys don't have to sit there for 90 seconds. Although you could pause it and think about your workout too. Uh, We're going to do 90 seconds. Uh, I'll edit that out later, and it'll be like we took five seconds. So, 90 seconds on the clock okay. for us, starting now. Let's go. Oh, time. All right. I was I was between two ideas. I should have wrote everything that I wanted to write. Do you want to lead? Yeah, I can lead. All right. So, what 1,000 reps of each. Um, three's now. <laughs> um, so, I got, I got two sets through. So, there's three-minute AMRAPs with a one-minute rest in between. You go... Three minute AMRAP of 40 slash 30 cal row, then as many dumbbell snatches as you can from the floor and alternating. Rest one minute, 
and the 40 slash 30 cal row AMRAP deadlifts, picked like the moderate weight, 225, 155, rest a minute and then do it again. So it's actually four intervals of three minutes, one minute rest. Um, I think it's good grip limited workout, good back endurance, um, not too many snatches or deadlifts necessarily dependent on your uh, ability there. I think uh, the, the rest in there keeps the intensity high, maybe the quality a little bit higher. Uh, moderate length, not too long. I think you can push a little bit, uh, and that would that would be my workout. I think you'd expect, you know, again, some low back endurance, some hamstring endurance from this. And that's what we'd be building in that workout. What kind of total volume you think you're looking at? 120 cal, or what did I have? Uh, 160 cal's, and I was thinking probably about a minute plus of dumbbell snatches. So conservatively, 60 dumbbell snatches. And then I said 60 at most deadlifts, but probably 20 a minute there when you're tired. So 20 to, uh, yeah, 40 to 60 deadlifts. Yeah, like that. So pretty high, so, pretty so, high volume. So combined, it would be like 120-ish pulling from the ground. Yeah, plus the, park. plus the plus, 100 and yeah, plus the row. 160 pulls on the, or whatever yeah. on the rower. So lots of pulling. Yeah. Interval style too allows people to pour in some more intensity. I think that's important. That's why we don't just do AMRAPs well, that, yeah, forever. That, that was the whole goal there. I think it's yeah. way easier mentally. That's what we got to think about as well. Right. And my initial was going up for time one with that, which would be great. Um, it's just a little harder mentally and maybe a little bit tougher on everyone's grip. So I guess dependent on a phase of training where everyone's at, maybe I do it for time with that, but this allows the grip to recharge a little bit. Yeah. In the ideal world, I'd probably have a bike or a run before that to, to give the grip a little savior. But with these three movements, this would be a nice challenge. Okay, so let's see how different or maybe how similar yours is, Alex. So I end up with an interval as well. Uh, a little different like goal, I guess. More of a, a strength stimulus out of mine. But mine is every five minutes for five rounds. So the faster you go, the more rest you get. You're going to start with 30 or 20 cal row. I'm assuming that's going to take a minute or two. 10 dumbbell snatches at our normal 50 or 35. Basically, I just put those in there as volume. And then 10 unbroken touch-and-go deadlifts, uh, starting at an average weight of 225 or 155. And then your goal each round is to work towards a top set on the deadlift. So uh, if round one goes well for you, maybe you're a very good deadlifter. Maybe the next round you go to 245, 165. Maybe you go to 275, 185. Uh, you continue building your way up. Uh, the reason I did that, uh, so the rowing, the dumbbell snatch, right into the deadlift, you're getting pulling and low back endurance for the most part, uh, mid-back, upper back as well. You're getting a little bit of grip challenge. Uh, the 10 dumbbell snatch isn't going to really interfere too much with grip, in my opinion, for most people. Uh, but because the rowing right into the dumbbell snatch, right into a challenging deadlift weight, I think you get some grip endurance. Uh, and then more of a strength stimulus. So something I'm very motivated by is the weight on the bar. Uh, and having the freedom of, I don't have to go up and wait, but if I feel good, I can. Uh, I kind of like that for this one. So someone might end at 95 pounds. Someone else might end at 365 or 315 or something like that. Uh, either way, they're going to feel about the same in terms of uh, the strength stimulus they get out of that. And uh, that rest interval is in there, right? Every five minutes, I could see each round taking two, two and a half minutes, maybe three, three and a half on the longer side. So you're getting at least a good one to two and a half minute rest, which I think would be safe uh, for most prepared individuals in this setting. So it's it's interesting. Some you you could see it like a competition now. Is it maybe two scores, time and total load? Total yeah, load deadlift. on deadlift. That'd yeah. be fun to watch. I think that's tough. 
I think that's cool too because you may be strong, but you also have to have a base of aerobic to conditioning to get, yeah, which is cool. Which actually isn't that uh, dissimilar to the workout I did. So minus five rounds, <clears throat> five rounds for time, 18 cal row, 18 dumbbell snatch with a 50 or 35. So it's a lot of pulling volume, but I wanted to limit the pulling volume from the floor um, with the dumbbell snatch. However, if you finish your five rounds, max deadlift reps at 225 or 155. So it's kind of the same idea. It's like you have to be fit enough to get to the five rounds to get any score at the end. Now, as soon as I wrote this, I actually like the workout better in my own head with a heavier deadlift because it gets to express the strength effect even more. Um, and to make it challenging, I put a cap 10 on it. So you're really not going to accumulate that many deadlifts at the end, even if you are um, very fit. But total pulling volume, I kind of thought similar to you, Brendan, where it's like around that 100-ish rep mark would be a nice number, something that's challenging but attainable. Yeah, I had 90, so 90 dumbbell snatch, 90 cal row. I'm just, sometimes I talk about workouts, I just write down the total volume and then how I would get it. So I have about four-ish, 430 in rowing. 30 dumbbell snatch a minute if you can go fast. So, you know, for the top people, maybe two and a half minutes of deadlifts. Yeah, which is essentially 50 plus, 50 to 60 deadlifts for the top deadlifters. Yeah. We, we basically all ended up with similar volumes of everything. Like I have 100, yeah. 100, yeah. 150 cal row or 100 for females. I have 50 dumbbell snatches. So you guys are around 60. A little uh, bit more yeah, there. Yeah. On this. And then, and then I, have, and I have 50 total deadlifts, but my deadlifts are potentially very heavy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to kill people. I just I want to <laughs> yeah. not risk. No, but you you have more rest. Yes, right? yeah. so a little bit different on that. Um, all great workouts. I mean, all different. Like the incentive, Joe's. I know I I kind of like those styles because I, I like having time to accumulate reps that way. Uh, mine, I mean, mentally kind of tough there, and then Trey's is. Yeah, I don't know. A little bit more strength, but maybe a little bit more tactical. But like you have more rest. Yeah, it's You're definitely biased, two minutes. biased towards strength. Yeah. I think this is like when you become pretty well-rounded, like that's a great way to just, if you're crunch for time yeah. and you want to get like a lot of different stimuluses in, that's 25 minute workout that's at most. Day. And that's your day. Yeah. And like, you're going to feel really good after I see kind of both of ours as like competition style ish workouts where it's like yeah. really trying to push the, the boundaries there. But I think kind of unique to see three, like it's three movements, but three pretty different workouts. Yeah. It would, if we change the dumbbell to a little bit heavier, it would still work. Right. Yeah. Joe, you'd probably go down to 12 ish, 10, yeah. 12. I could probably say a 10, but you could say a 10. I, I'm open-ended even up to a hundred on that, but yeah, lots of pulling though. I mean, kind of three tough movements. Pull, just pull, pull, pull out of the hat, but, <laughs> but yeah, that was good. Yeah. The next day after this training session, you might do more pushing work on your legs yeah. and upper body. That is good to note. This is something we try to do yes. as much as okay. we can. Yeah. So, so uh, why don't we write one down and we'll randomly have one so that it's like, so there's no, uh, movement. Did, no. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, I started first. Why don't you start first? First movement. Okay. I'm going to say uh, double under. Okay. Then you have to go now, Joe. Oh, I have to go. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I'm going to pick my, I'm going to pick my favorite movement in CrossFit. Handstand push-up. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, Joe. Okay. 
uh, squat clean. <laughs> so, so squat clean, kind of what weight are we looking at? Because that's no limit, no limitations. Let's just see how it shakes out when we write our workout. <laughs> I'm not going to do a strength stimulus this time because I did that last time. I know exactly the workout I'm writing. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. You got 90 seconds I... starting. No. Okay. Oh, God. I think you have to say what is <laughs> All right. I'm we good. all made it? Yeah. All right. Guys, we got that one done in a minute 15. Woo. Nice. Okay. Who, who wants to start? I'm not starting this one. I'll, I'll crack us off. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I did. I switched to an interval style piece. So I went every two minutes. Uh, for five sets with a one minute rest in between, um, I wrote a workout that I would like to do. So maybe some of you will agree with me, some of you won't. Uh, so buy-in is 50 double unders, 10 handstand push-up. If I were doing the workout, I would want to do it strict because I like that movement, but not necessary. And then it's increasing weights across your five intervals and the reps go down. So it's five, four, three, two, one. The weights go 185, 225, 255, 285, 315. That's your workout, Joe. That is that is the Joe right That's there. The That's Joel. a great, well, be awesome. Would you, would you rather have like 15 cal rope inside that water? Or is that a nice number? That's fine. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Yeah, and it's it's it was the movement that we drew. Here. If I want Joe to win that worldwide, I just bump it up to twenty strip ten cent pushups. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what I was thinking about with this workout is um, basically so the double unders you're gonna get your heart rate up, a little bit of just bounding work, so you might get a little bit of leg fatigue. But fifty double unders is ballpark thirty seconds, depending on your ability on the handstand pushup. You should be able to get through the 10 handstand push-up within the next 30 seconds, which basically gives you a minute to do your 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So hypothetically, if you finish your five squat cleans in the first round in 45 seconds, you really have like a minute 15 of rest, but you have the two-minute window to complete those uh, weights. I, Looking at this workout, I would say actually like the third or the fourth round are the hardest because there's still multiple reps at a heavier bar. Um, and it definitely rewards like being able to hit a higher percentage when you are tired with really not that much time in between reps. Yeah. That's a nice like weightlifting blended with CrossFit type test for you. Yeah. Fatigue weightlifting, which is yeah. big within the sport. Now I think that's a, an awesome, an awesome yeah. combo there and strict, right? That's, you might see that as maybe RX level, like yeah. standard and then a, a kipping back over there, but and pretty, pretty high skill. I mean, the movements we picked are yeah. skill. Yeah. So it's very high skill workout. So if, if we were to scale that down from handstand pushups, what would you put instead of the 10? So if, if you can do handstand pushups, you would first modify to a kipping. If you, 10 is too much, I would honestly like, just do like, and it's a, like, Training, I think, should really suit whatever your like individual abilities and goals are. So I would set like a 30-second cap of AMRAP kipping handstand push-up, which still gives you that minute time window to hit the cleans. Now, if we were going to write this workout for like the class, the weights would be dramatically different. It'd probably be like 135, 155, 185, 205, 225. And that would be an example of maybe something you might see in class. But again, the weights... The repetition scheme can stay the same, so you're getting that heavier stimulus, but suit the weights to fit you. 
it's just a this would be the weights that I would want to use. Yeah, it's I think I've seen formats like that where actually the the score too is the total load lifted on fifteen reps. Oh, that'd be even you cool. Know, yeah, so you'd pick your own weights yeah. again. Yeah, but yeah. I think you'd have to something with the time, but total load lifted would be yeah, that'd be funny. Cool too. Another way you could score it is it could be AMRAP at that weight. And then add up the reps at the end. Yeah. But then you're really favoring the lightweights. So that's, so Joe watched me do a workout that way. Yeah. It was a clean and jerk one that way. Yeah. And so it didn't matter. Like I did a whole bunch at 95. Like I tried yeah. to get 30 in yes. That's what you should do. And then there was 275. I didn't try it. So that's yeah. kind of a, a like, flaw in the workout. It was design. a flaw for a competition. Yeah. You're still getting fitness. So, yeah. It wouldn't have worked. And you gamed it. <laughs> uh, I'll go with mine then. Uh, so mine, I went 10, 8, 6, 4, 2. So relatively low reps. Of a strict handstand push-up. So you do 10 strict handstand push-up. Then you do 10 squat cleans. I have 135.95. So I'm considering that, you know, pretty lightweight. Most people could do that. Uh, that I'm writing this for could do it for like 15, 20, 30 reps in a row if they really wanted to. And then at the end of each round, you have 50 double-unders. So you do 10 handstand push-up, 10 squat clean, 50 double-unders. Then 8, 8, 50, 6, 6, so on. Until you've done your final round of 2, 2, and 50. Uh, to me, I look at it very full body balanced. There's nothing really limiting one another, unless you're not perfect at double unders, then I could see it being a more of a shoulder uh, challenge because of the handstand pushup. Uh, you're going to get some fatigue in the back and the legs and the grip, uh, but really it's just kind of general full body. You could see this at like a, a game day competition, maybe something uh, lower level like that. Uh, at the games or something, you could just take it. You'd probably make it really heavy, like well, really heavy for this workout, 185 or 225. Yeah. Uh, and then you're probably going like a drag rope or a fancy rope or something like that. Mm -hmm. Strict deficit or parallel. Yeah, you'd go deficit up on a block or something. Yeah. Or wall facing on the blocks. Like yeah, you could. Yeah, that could be wall facing. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I think it's just a, a really balanced workout. It's nothing specific in my opinion. It's just general endurance, general training, skill. You can go fast with the lighter weight. You can go so fast. Touch and go. So there, there might be a little grip. Yeah, I think you can get some grip with the clean to double under. Okay. But for me, it's just, I would say I get some low back fatigue <laughs> Yeah. from the handstand push-up in a poor position for me and then into a squat clean. So that'd be something that I need to work on. That's why I wrote it. All right. Uh, mine is, I mean, the volume, Joe, is very, very similar. Double unders were all about the same. So I got a ladder, no rest. We'll go 50 double unders into 12 normal handstand push-ups. Then 12 squat cleans at 135, 95 for the ladies. Then we go into 50 double unders, 12 handstand push-ups again, nine squat cleans, 185, 135. Then we go 50 double unders, 12 handstand push-ups, six squat cleans, 225, 155. And then we finish with 50 double unders, 12 handstands, and three squat cleans. So kind of the fatigued weight like ladder that we may see. I think it's kind of a fun workout. Reps go down. Um which we, which we all did. Which I was, thought that was interesting. I'll just kind of state that, yeah. Um, the weight's moderate. You could do whatever you need with those weights. It could be lighter. They could be heavier. It could be scalable. Um, I like the jumping weightlifting combo. I do. I, I don't know why. Power, power, endurance type stuff. I think there'll be some shoulder fatigue um, and then grip as well. But yeah. Squat. So like going in. 12-minute cap. Of mine. 12-minute cap. Going inverted to doing squat weightlifting, whether it's like snatch or clean, is harder than people think too. Cause there's just a lot of like, you need to be coordinated to do the weightlifting. So like sometimes you feel a little bit off when you kick off the wall. At least I've experienced that before. A little more blood in the head. Yeah. 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 And kipping here too, there's a little bit more, like as weird as it sounds, depending if, if you're a, 
a guru at these, maybe not that hard, but more leg, just more leg, more of a squat type yeah, pattern. I thought so, about that too with mine. Um, so that actually, without me thinking about it, could could conflict. But twelve minute cap on it, I think people can do this really fast. Um, yeah, no rest on that. So I'd love to do that one. That's a very fun one. I, yeah, Weight, I mean, increasing weights too. I love it. So this would probably, I mean, you could play around with weights. It could start at 185, 225, 275, 315. That would probably be better for you guys to be something you'd see at more of a weight level. But from a personal standpoint, I think I have the most boring one. Like it's not super fun. Like your guys is a lot more fun from my perspective. I uh, see. I disagree 100%. Because I, I like lifting to, heavy. Yeah, I'd want to kill that one. Yeah. I, I will say that I think it's interesting in both of the workouts that we've talked about so far, like the numbers, the volumes, the volumes are super similar. And like the way the numbers flow and stuff, like it, it reads really nicely. And I think that's something that I personally like, like I like when I can just read the workout and follow it really easy. So in my opinion, Alex, I actually thought yours was like the most well-written in that regard. Cause it was like very easy to follow. Like, Mentally, I'm like, okay, it's you just chip your way through it. Intervals are great, but sometimes they get a little bit confusing. I know when we have to explain them in class, sometimes those are usually the workouts we get the most questions on. But versus it, the per time, first, yeah, 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 yeah. We do a variety of intervals too, so it's probably more challenging. Like yeah. pick up where you left off, or start over the top, or yeah. you know, whatnot. But I think we do. We all have 250 double unders total. Or do you well, have I was 200. I two yeah two which is a reasonable amount for yes. most people yeah, yeah I think two to four two to three hundred seems to be the sweet spot start getting sore sore calves are like th- what I've seen like three hundred four hundred you had eight hundred in a- I had eight hundred I was pretty sore after that um, I think I've done a thousand one time that's not one but yeah more for me we actually did the max double under test and a lot of people were sore uh, yeah that got two hundred plus in a row. Which is a little different than broken in terms of yeah. soreness, at least. So you might have to do that a little bit more. Large sets. Four minutes unbroken next week. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be nasty. But we could we could do this again if you, if you guys like it, and we yeah. could uh, throw in a fourth movement. Or, or something. you guys give us the movements. Yes, that'd be yeah. Put them in a hat. We, we <laughs> Devil's press bike pull yeah. ups something like that. Do we but, ever talk about descending rep schemes? Like, why do we do that? Never. The, the CrossFit idea behind it. So the one, the example I was gets talked about at like the seminars or whatever. Instead of doing three sets of fifteen, where your first set's really good, your next set's like really hard, and then maybe you don't even make it through your last set, so your intensity decreases or your speed would decrease. The twenty-one fifteen nine still is the same amount of volume, forty-five reps. But your first set, when you're fresh, is fast. And then when you're a little fatigued, your set of 15 is still fast. And then when you're very fatigued, your set of nine is still fast. So the intensity is higher. And that's a lot of the argument. I think this is the Greg Glassman argument, actually, that intensity is kind of the name of the game Mm -hmm. uh, in CrossFit, which we would debate probably, you know, there's other important aspects as well. But if you've ever wondered why we do descending rep schemes, that's probably why. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. We just all did it yeah, automatically. We just all did it. Uh, I, I think mentally for everyone, but then we'll change it around sometimes. Yeah. Throw in some ascending. Um, but that's important. There's a large mental aspect to descending rep scheme. Yeah. Huge. Like if you're like, all right, that first set of 15 was really hard. And you're like, all right, I got 15 again. Yeah. And you're just like defeated already. In Joe and mine's walk claim workout, I, 
I like that. It kind of warms you up with the lighter loads, right? I, yeah. I would hate if this was an ascending weight scheme or rep scheme with heavier loads. Oh. That just doesn't make sense. Intensity yeah. and volume increase when you're fatigued. That's where I think issues can happen. So doing it this way is is really, really nice. I think that they did that when you're on the open, 2014, 14.3. And it was ascending reps, ascending weight on deadlift with box jumps. Oh. And I got a lot of feedback because it was like 35 reps at 365 at the end versus 10 reps at 135. Oh, yep. yep. And I don't love that for anyone really. So that's an, another reason why Joe and I would have picked kind of our there's there's some safety involved with the scheme too yeah i didn't think about that aspect i also really firmly agree with the philosophy in crossfit of like you have to you have to earn your ability to move the heavier weight and do the and do the higher skill stuff so like you could do that format with anything like for i could have kept my squat clean weight the same and went to a more difficult version of a handstand push-up and I could have done a decreasing rep scheme there. It's the same idea. Like you need to be, have your base level of fitness and skill to get to that point where you earn the right to do the heavier weight or the higher skill movement. And I really think that that when you write workouts that way, it, it encourages people to like, just go back to the basics and just get a little bit more fitness before trying to rush the progression to the heavier weights or the heavier skill. It goes back to the CrossFit pyramid. They have nutrition on the bottom, which is key. And then it's metabolic conditioning. Yeah. Then it's gymnastics. Then it's weightlifting. Then it's sport. Like that's their hierarchy kind of movements. And that's what Joe's talking about, right? Like you have to be metabolically fit enough and aerobically fit enough to be able to get to that sport high, high skill type, type movement. Without getting hurt, especially. Yes. If you just go right for the high skill sport, no, no base. That's probably very common. Because it's more fun. It's flashy. Instagram helps with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, makes it worse. That's what I really mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's more accurate. TikTok now. So now when Joe was talking about that, I want to, I want to see at the games where they go like ascending height of handstand pushup now, or they like change it every time. So like the first one, you're normal. The next one, you're like on parallettes. The next one, you're on like two logs or something. They, Just like silly They did stuff. the jump rope this year. They progressed the jump rope. Uh, yeah. But everyone hated it. But everyone hated it. Because it was weird. Because <laughs> it was weird. But hey, everything could be progressed, I guess. They did muscle-ups on a piece of wood, a log, at Rogue this year. That was hilarious. You could, yeah, that was. It, was, it, it looked, wasn't great for the females with smaller hands. No. No. Right? Uh, anyone with smaller hands, just, yeah, tough time. They could do it with a bike concept, too. It could, the damper could be different on each round. Yeah, that would they be could nasty. use the environment, bike through the mud or something. Well, they just ran up the Burj Khalifa at Dubai. That's one of the coolest events ever. Yeah, it looked boring because I was watching the start and they're just going up like it's just a gray like that you'd expect going upstairs. It's probably the most boring event. But it's a stairwell. The for those listening, the, the event was 161 floors yep. with a weighted vest, uh, the tallest building in the world in Dubai. They just run. They got up. to go to the top. I heard they did two minute stagger, which is brutal if you get past because you're like I'm two I'm minutes two behind, minutes behind somebody. That's good motivation <laughs> for the people behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed that. I think you will. Uh, something a little different. Maybe we'll do a part two, part three of this if you guys chime in and, and want more. But um, that's everything. Any final thoughts? That was fun. Yeah. Cool.